Hey y'all. So I tried to record this earlier and I started crying. So heavy topics coming today. Well, heavy for my, by my definition at least. And this week in general has just been really, really heavy and dense and uh, just so much happening for me emotionally, energetically, spiritually, physically, and we're just going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about all the heavy stuff, and the whole gist of it is that I am spending a lot of time with my younger self, and so many things have been happening that has caused my younger self to peek her head around the corner and be like, hey, you know, I'm still here. And I'm realizing that as much as I know that I have grown and evolved and am finally saying no to things my younger self would have never said no to, I'm realizing there's still some things that are lingering that are playing a toll on my health. And many of those things are rooted in self-esteem issues. Because when I was a teenager, and even all the way up until last year, I want to say, like, I just, it was really hard for me to believe that I was worthy of people who could meet me where I'm at. And I'm realizing that in order for me to truly make peace for all the things I've dealt with in my past and even things I'm currently still putting up with because, like I said, some parts are still lingering. Some parts of my younger self. Oh my God, downtown LA is so annoying. Let me pause until this honking situation is done. Okay, we're back. That happens like every 10 minutes. I just, I can't wait to move. But what was I saying? Self-esteem. Self-esteem. And I've just been putting up with things that aren't necessarily bad, but they aren't anywhere near what I want from people. And I'm putting up with them because a part of me still thinks that just because someone likes me or even loves me and they get so much out of me, I'm still believing that I owe them things because, you know, like, it's nice to feel wanted and it's nice to feel loved. It's nice to feel accepted and appreciated. But if you're not really getting that much in return and I'm not even talking about this is where it gets really tricky because 
this isn't really talked about a lot in mainstream media when it's um when it comes to healing or when it comes to recovering and developing the friendships and relationships and connections that you deserve because people can say all of the right things even do all of the right things they can be actively working on themselves be like on on paper and on the surface like they are working towards being a quote-unquote good person and they could even be interested in the same things as you and everything can just look perfect but that doesn't mean they're for you you know and that's what I'm realizing as I fine-tune myself and I really bring my younger self up to present time up to speed and these elements of myself that are still pretty subconscious or unconscious I should say and just bringing them to the level of consciousness and letting these parts of myself know like you don't have to put up with people just because they get so much out of you and they praise you and they they make you feel good because they want you but do you want them because I'm finding myself shrinking myself and sometimes dimming my light a little bit to meet people where they're at and it's really sad and tricky because as much as somebody can be you know doing the work can be like what you think a good person, a good connection is, sometimes they just don't sit well with your body. And it's never personal. It's just energetic. And honestly, I'm realizing that my intuition is pretty spot on. Like, there's been some people entering my life, new people, where they seem like the perfect person. Like, not the perfect person, but perfect for somebody I would want in my life. Like, they're into the same things as me. They, you know, are working on themselves. They are nice. But energetically, I'm like, something is off. And in the past, when I've ignored these cues, and they always come after you interact with somebody, that's the important thing to note too because while you're interacting with somebody you're really all in your head and you're just probably more focused on what you're saying and making a good impression uh, versus what they are actually saying so you don't really feel the energy unless it's like very very clear and they're being outwardly repulsive (laughs) but you don't really feel like the subtle dynamics until after the exchange and you're like wait Something about that is off to me. And I would, lately, I would tell myself, like, you're just, you know, being shallow and you're, 
or you're just like being a hater for no reason. Like that's what I would tell myself. Like Tyler, like why are you hating? But then I realized like I'm not hating. Like I just genuinely don't mesh well with this person. And what I've been realizing, it's happened like three times. I've been realizing like I'll finally see their true colors and I'll be spot on. Like they'll do something that'll prove to me like, oh yeah, like, yeah, this person actually is not for me. Like it just looks like they are on the surface. And that's been pretty cool to realize like how spot on my intuition is, but it's also just like a huge message to my younger self that like, you don't have to put up with anything that doesn't sit right with you just in the name of being a good person or trying to always see the good in people and working on people waiting on people to get it like not everybody's going to get me not everybody's going to get me and I'm just so tired of shrinking myself for people who won't get me and it's not even just like oh I'm so much better than this person like I'm just so advanced and I'm so (laughs) you know I'm just such a great perfect person it's not even like that it's just like people are just on different life paths than me like we just have different values and no matter how much I try to communicate this to some people, they'll never be able to truly hear me and understand me. And that's where the the taboo belief that I have comes in is that, you know, you don't really owe anybody anything. Like, not an explanation you you don't owe anybody your time and your energy just because they are giving the same to you because no one that's truly for you is going to make you feel horrible after you interact with them like it's just a fact and it's a very subtle difference between like if you have you know intimacy trauma and you're still learning to accept things from people. I was dealing with that back in September. I even talked about it where I felt so uncomfortable when people would do things for me. But oh, I have to pat myself on the back a little bit because I never even thought about how much I've grown since then because now I'm realizing like people can do things for me and I don't have to reciprocate at all like it is what it is and I was struggling back in September with basically just letting people who are people that I actually really want in my life and people who do sit well with me I was struggling with allowing them to do allowing them to do good things for me and like just letting it happen without feeling like I needed to repay them. But now I'm realizing that there are people in my life that 
well, were people in my life that would do things for me. And I still gave them my time and energy because because I thought that it was the right thing to do. Like, it's like this concept of toxic loyalty where I'm thinking that because somebody's so nice to me, because somebody really enjoys my energy, my time, who I am as a person, I owe them my energy. But it's like, I don't owe anybody anything. I don't owe anybody anything. And I'll see things online where it's like, oh, like, you know, like, it's just so toxic to live life thinking, you know, you don't owe anybody anything. And it's just like this whole idea of being a good person and being a good per. I think like morality and like being a good person has a chokehold on so many people on the internet where it's like, I don't think anybody is a perfect person. Like you can try so hard to live by these fake ass rules that society has made that defines a good person, but we're human beings. I will never pretend to be like this perfect angel who is incapable of doing people wrong. As many toxic situations I've been in, I have been toxic in situations. I have gone about things horribly. And no, I'm not proud of it, but sometimes you have to be a bad person and bad by society's eyes. I will never think I'm, you know, a bad person, but sometimes you just have to do things that aren't really the quote unquote right thing to do for the sake of your own sanity and your well-being. Because imagine, like, trying to explain to somebody that, yeah, like, you know, our our energy just doesn't really connect. And they're like, wait, like, they're going to take it to heart, first and foremost. Like, it's going to be like, oh, my God, what? Like, something's wrong with my energy. Nothing's wrong with anybody's energy. It's just not for you. Like, you know how some people love honeydew and (laughs) I hate honeydew. It's just like, you know... That doesn't mean honeydew's bad. It's bad in my eyes. But I mean, I don't think it's objectively... It hasn't done anything wrong to anybody, is what I'm getting at. It's just not for you. And it's making me think of this quote that's like, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there will still be somebody who doesn't like peaches. And I know there's people who don't like me. It's the same thing, like... I know it's not anything particularly inherently wrong with me. It's just we don't connect. We're not on that the same level, and that's okay. And again, not like I'm on a higher level. I, I don't think anybody is on a higher level or lower level than anybody. I think it's just... All what you're choosing to learn in this lifetime. And the only way to 
learn and grow is to recognize these patterns and keep it moving. And when I first tried to record this, I started tearing up because I was talking about self-esteem. And I just realized how low of how low how low my self-esteem was when I was younger and even to this day how some aspects of my personality still do need higher self-esteem and they need to realize that you don't have to constantly be surrounded by other people just to feel safe like I'm realizing I feel safest in nature honestly Like, my solo hikes is when I feel the safest, and I feel so loved by the natural world. And I'm also realizing that I don't think human beings are a good place to anchor your safety in, because... They're fickle. They make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I know I'm not perfect at all. And like, why should I expect anybody else to be? And as I'm finally trying to unpack what I want in a romantic situation, I'm realizing that and I was talking about this with my energy healer too, I'm realizing that we're sold like the Disney pris- Disney princess narrative of just like having a man come in and rescue you or having somebody come in and make everything feel better and make everything go away. And I don't think that's ever going to be sustainable because... That requires a lot of illusion on your behalf, a lot of illusion and a lot of fantasy and a lot of being out of your body to project this perfect prince, even in friendships, like this perfect human being who's like your safe space. Like, I'm not even a safe space for myself sometimes so how on earth am I going to expect somebody else to constantly be my safe space and so this week I was realizing I've been in this like fantasy relationship in my head for a while now and I kind of had a rude awakening this week where I realized that I'm just trying to avoid feeling the heavy stuff in my body like the the heavy stuff that I've buried for years my self-esteem issues my belief that I need other people to feel safe and again there's nuance here because I'm not saying we don't need other people in general like we are creatures of connection We do need other people. I mean, it's ridiculous to think that you can do it all by yourself. And healthy connections are very important. And I do think you can have 
healthy romantic connections. I just don't think this concept of projecting what you want out of a partner onto somebody is sustainable. And that's what I realized this week. I had a lot of realizations this week, clearly. But as horrible as some of the stuff I used to put up with is from men and how there's no excuse from them, I can't play the totally innocent victim card because... I had projections about these men from day one, the same way they had projections projections about me. And for them, those projections were, you know, lust and just like, just wanting things out of me without truly seeing me. And then for me, I'm like, oh, it's my Prince Charming. And it's like, Tyler, it's literally day one. And, of course, you can imagine what kind of horrible scenario plays out when you do that. And without letting yourself see somebody. And I think the hardest pill for many people to swallow is that you shouldn't need anybody to change for you. You shouldn't have to change for anybody. Because in all these situations in my past and even one in my present, I'm like, oh, like if I just do this right, if I just change this, if I just do this and like just adjusting so much of myself. And then I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, then they'll want to be with me forever. And it's like... It's all an illusion because I say this all the time now, like you either feel it or you don't like you shouldn't have to constantly tweak, adjust, hold your tongue, reframe. You, it shouldn't constantly feel like a battle to get somebody to see you and for them to see you. I mean somebody to see yeah okay what I said made sense and it's really hard to imagine a love and a connection that you've never had and that's where I'm just really starting to tell myself like Tyler there's so much better out here and I know you've never really had better and you honestly don't even really know what you truly truly want but I know what I'm putting up with now is not what I want and it's a very radical thing to want something that you've gone your whole life without having so and it all comes back to thinking you are worthy of better because I would stay in situations for so long because I'd be like, it doesn't get any better than this. This has to be the end all be all. When my definition of 
good was like the bar was in hell okay and the bar still kind of is in hell and I just love living in my head and I'm really trying to make sure I'm grounding myself in my body this year that's the whole point of this podcast because when I bring things back down into my body like when I get out of the fantasy and out of the projection of what I want somebody to be and I just see them for who they are without you know thinking like oh well when they change this this will be that and xyz like when I just really sit down and look at somebody I'm like no you gotta go and what gives me hope is that I have so many friends where I look at them and I'm like you are perfect the way that you are and I mean of course everybody has flaws but in my eyes everybody can be perfect at the same time for certain people and I have such beautiful friendships right now where I'm like I wouldn't change a thing. And I think it's really hard for me to wrap my head around meeting a partner where I would say the same thing. And I think that's why I continuously put up with bullshit, continuously live in my head and the fantasy and the what ifs. Maybe if I do this, if he does that, if we just do this, if this and this and this and it's an endless rabbit hole, like, no, baby, because if it's not in the present time, I don't think it may ever happen. That's what I've noticed. Everybody I truly enjoy right now in my life, I knew from the start I was going to get along with them. And that's what I'm getting at when I talk about my intuition being razor sharp. Because while there were recent people where I'm like, mm, like you're not really sitting with me, there are people that... The opposite is true where I meet them. I'm like, you're just a cool ass person. And and it's such a good feeling because it's not even like I want anything out of them. It's just like I just genuinely enjoy your presence. And whatever happens, obviously, is left to the stars. But it's just really cool to feel like that about certain people. And I think it'll feel really cool to meet a lover boy who I can say the same thing about, you know, or love interest. So, yeah, um, I don't really have an emotion of an episode for this episode, I think. I think the feeling I want to touch on is clarity because I cannot keep seeing people for what I want them to be or blacking out the parts that really don't sit well with me and that are things that can't really be worked on. It's just kind of who they are and it's never your job too to like build somebody out you know like you can give people suggestions and try to help them but you always have a choice you know like I think that's also a taboo thing I believe like you don't have to constantly bring to awareness something about somebody because you think 
is the right thing to do. I mean, honestly, it's it's kind of a selfish thing to do in a way because you're you kind of just want to be this image of a good person. Like, I'm going to be a good person by letting this person know that this is where they need to fix themselves. When it's like people aren't going to change unless they truly want to change, like unless they brought that up to you and they're like, you know, I really want to work on this, then that's when the change is going to happen. If you just come in somebody's life and you're like, you need to fix this, this, and this. I'm like, who are you? Who are, are you like God? Are you perfect? Like I, we all have flaws. Okay. And it's just like some flaws don't mesh well with other flaws. And of course there's always special cases, always exceptions, but in general, like I'm finding that abiding by this principle is giving me so much peace especially as someone who has a history of projecting onto people what I want them to be and thinking like imagining this beautiful future where they finally fix everything that's wrong when it's like no like people can spend lifetimes trying to fix what you think they need to fix and that's their business and that's where you tap out gracefully you're like best of luck to you and honestly the true self-esteem comes from believing that you can let go of anything for something better to come that's what I learned when I quit my old job honestly because that that's way different from quitting like leaving a relationship or leaving a friendship because that's like my livelihood like that's true safety to the core of like I'm gonna be on the street if (laughs) I don't find another job like so it's kind of funny to me how I had the guts to do that but I'm still like so scared to leave these little connections that aren't serving me because I'm still in the scarcity mindset when it comes to relationships and um yeah, I'm still in the scarcity mindset when it comes to relationships Relationships where I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the end all be all when there's so many, so many people in the world. There's probably, there's more people in the world than there are jobs. So I think, I'm assuming there are. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, Tyler, get a grip on, on this. Like if, if you could do, if you could do that, you can definitely walk away from people who are no longer serving you. So I think I've had a similar message in previous episodes, but I'll say it again. Like you don't have to put up with anybody's bullshit. You don't have to stay in situations that constantly make you feel like shit because people are going to make mistakes. There are some people who will leave me feeling gross but it's just like a one-time thing or like, you know, they might be going through something at the time. But if it's like a constant thing, like over and over and over again, and you're constantly getting nothing out of it, I say get get out of that. Like there's so many people who can meet you where you're at and see you and love you and not, and you won't have to shrink. You won't have to dim your light, dim your message. You won't have to feel like you owe them your time and energy because that's a big thing too. 
I think healthy reciprocation is not ever a give and take. It's just all free-flowing. Like, I'm doing this because I want to, not because I feel like I have to. And, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, trust your body. And your intuition can come at any at any part of your body, honestly. Mine mainly comes in my gut and my head. And, um, like, I'll get headaches or stomachache after a bad situation. And then flip side, I'll feel really delicious and (laughs) I'll feel very, like, full and uh, free with the people that are right right for me. So, um, but for everybody, it's different, I've heard. Like, it could be... Sometimes people, you know, get, like, tingling or chills. Sometimes I get chills, too. But only you can know your own energy and what's right for you. Nobody else can tell you that. And you can read all the books, do listen to all the podcasts, do all the searching outwardly. But, like, until you just sit down with yourself and your energy... And stillness, that's the only way you're going to know, like, okay, this feels right to me. This feels wrong. So listen to your bodies. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty for walking away from situations that don't serve you. You don't owe anybody anything. You only owe loyalty to yourself. Um, to hell with being a good person. We all fuck up. And that's how we learn. That's how we live and we grow by making mistakes. Because people who live in the shadows, who are so scared of making a mistake, they don't learn anything. You don't learn anything until you fuck up. So, yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say. Enjoy the weekend. And I will talk to you all soon.